Todd Bertuzzi joins us this morning. It's uh, normally Bertuzday when Todd comes on on Tuesdays, but uh, there's a greater message that we want to share this morning today, and Todd joins us this morning. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning. How are you guys? I'm good. Um, you know, we we hadn't talked in a number of years, uh, you and I. I mean, obviously, when, when you were here rolling in, in the prime of your career in the early 2000s, I was working for the score as a reporter kind of on the day-to-day chasing you guys and and following your run, and um, you know, when I when I got transferred back to Toronto, and then ultimately, you know, you wound up moving to different teams and pretty much played for every other NHL team across the league. Uh, ha ha ha! Um, but but you know, we didn't ta- we hadn't talked in a number of years, and when we reconnected last summer about talking about you contributing to this show, we kind of caught up where we were at in life, and and kind of shared some of our respective stories of what we've been up to and where we've kind of the roads we've kind of gone through, and. Man, you took uh, you share with me uh, a different journey that I, I didn't quite realize, but I totally understood with what you went through, and and maybe you could kind of share because you know people know you and remember you as an all star, but at the same time they also saw how things kind of ended and played out. Obviously, in two thousand four, with a very public incident with Steve Moore, and then to kind of find your sea legs again, you know, in the remainder of your career in Detroit. But maybe you could share with people this morning about about what you've gone through. Yeah, I really find today's uh, important for society, for men, for women, for all mankind, because it's actually a serious problem. And uh, unfortunately, not too many people are able to uh, muster up the courage to speak. Um, I've always found that I've been a very attentive friend the past five years, um, going through situations and uh, trying to be there for my friends or... um, People have reached out to me through the public and uh, I've done a handful of speaking engagements uh, throughout the Detroit area. Uh, my situation was was my last year in, uh, uh, with the Red Wings. Um, I knew it was coming to an end and I didn't think that uh, I was going to be re-signed and I didn't think I should be re-signed. I think I was uh, quite injured and battered up. I was coming off another back injury uh, that put me in the hospital for couple weeks and uh, about a month and a half off and walking in a rocker and all that. And then I started getting a little bit of mobility back. So the team asked me to go on the road trip with them and went on the road. And uh, I think it was Phoenix and uh, I forget the other place. And then uh, I think the third last stop was in Vancouver. And uh, there was a situation that uh, there was just a lot going on with me at the time. And uh, I was unaware of a lot of it, but it was starting to come to the forefront. And I remember sitting at the Cactus Club with a handful of my teammates in Vancouver. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I started getting the sweats really, really bad. And then all of a sudden, my heart started going like crazy. And I wasn't sure what was going on. And I kind of got scared. And I told the guys I'm going to head back to the hotel. And uh, luckily, I got a hold of my trainers in time before I passed out in the lobby. And... Uh, they brought me upstairs and into the room, and we were able to call the Canucks doctors and come on over, and it ended up being a panic attack. And I had no clue what any of that was. I was naive to any of that stuff. I was a hockey player, supposed to be a superhero or this big tough thing and all this, and I was unaware that there was other things like this in life. And uh, it wasn't until then that I realized that anyone and everyone it's acceptable to get and, and going through this. And it's the people who um, I found reach out. I reached out to all my friends and 
leaned on my parents and uh and I think it was the uh support of my kids that uh helped me uh get through this journey but it was a a long journey it lasted for about three or four years where, where did many it go? nights just sitting there and crying for no reason and not understanding what is going on and then with the retirement I went to Binghamton uh blew my knee out had surgery and then that's when I had to retire and uh, walk away from the game and I think that's when things even escalated even more and I really secluded myself to just my house my room and it was just one of those things I could never shut off my brain it was just going and going and going and going and uh it wasn't until I reached out to friends, family, and addressed my situation until I was able to uh, get a grip and get a grasp of uh, what my situation was. And uh, at times it was embarrassing for myself. I thought it was embarrassing uh, because I'm not supposed to be someone who goes through something like this. And uh, that's why I really pay attention now in society and uh, when I meet people and all that, because you never know if someone's going through it. I think I got a good eye for seeing people who are struggling. I'm not a, afraid to reach out, even if I might be wrong, just to see if they like to talk. So it's uh, it's an important day today. And uh, I really hope anyone and everyone, if you're going through something like this, it's not, a, it's not a macho thing or anything. It's just something that we're all affected by and, something that uh, people need to reach out and get help. Todd, did you have, um, was there anything earlier in your life that you look back on that, that, that would give you that there were some symptoms that you may have felt earlier in your career or anything, but didn't manifest it to where it was at the end of your career was things you look back on. Now you say like, Oh, that sort of makes sense to me now. Well, I can look at it now and not, and, and be able to explain it now uh, without having outside people making fun of me or saying you got what you you deserved and all that kind of stuff. I'm man enough, I can say that from 2004 and on, and then with retirement coming near the end and not being the player in my mind that I thought I could end up being uh, regarding uh, everything that has happened. I think the buildup of all that in retirement kind of threw me over the edge and, uh, and I, I never wanted to speak about or talk about it because I always thought that public opinion would just squash on me again. So, but I'm accepted where I'm at in life. Uh, and I understand everything that I've done and uh, I'm comfortable with who I am now. Todd Bertuzzi with us here on Sportsnet 650. Is there a coincidence or do you think there's an irony that this panic attack happens here in Vancouver where you kind of, you know, where where the spotlight shone on you greatest, uh, most most brightly, and in the same vein, probably where you know the the incident that sticks with you for for so long as well is is there a coincidence there that the panic attack happens in Vancouver at the time? You know what I've I've asked many people, and I don't know. I don't think it it possibly it could have been because of I was there. I could have been there for the last time as a hockey player. I don't know what it was, but it was something that I hope that and wish that uh, that people don't have to go through. But unfortunately, people have to go through stuff like this. And I think it's up to everyone to kind of reach out and look for the warning signs and all that because life is so precious and so amazing. And 
like I said, the dark places that I've been to and seen and all that, it's something I don't want to ever get back to and all that. So I'm very conscious of how I go about my daily business and live my life. Todd, you, you brought up a really great point um, that I think we could probably get close to ending on here is the fact that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to a friend. You reached out to your family. You reached out. You talked about your kids. It's okay to, to ask for help. There's, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. No, it, there's nothing. I want people to ask for help because and uh, I'm going to selfishly just look into our league and our situation. I know there's uh, people in every work of line and all that. Obviously, being in the hockey business, I see what's going on and what has happened the past little while with the opiates and and the depression and all that. And the more I'm around a lot of the older players and read the books and hear the stories, that it uh, seems like it's a common occurrence uh, in our business. And I'm just hoping if anyone is going through that or is feeling like that, that there's always uh, someone there that uh, you can speak to. And it's up to us to uh, to be those people to uh, be there to help them out. Thanks for sharing the story this morning. Yeah, I thank appreciate you, Todd. It thank opening you, Todd. up. Uh, and I know you're an intensely private guy, and you always have been. Uh, but I love the fact of where you're at in your life now, the fact that you do this with us each and every week, and the fact that you're willing to share this with everybody listening. And I think it hits home for everybody to know that they're not alone, the fact that somebody like you can even go through something like this. So thanks for doing this. Yeah, today's a good day, and hopefully uh, a lot of money and research is raised for uh... – for other other people out there who are suffering. So uh, thanks for having me on, guys, and have a good day. Sportsnet 650.